Even Load Income Investment View, November 2023. Latest Field Notes. Written by Hugh, Chris M., Ben P., and the Evenload team. After a downbeat October, Mr. Market's mood recovered in November and global stock markets posted strong gains. In both Europe and the US, a continuing decline in the inflation rate suggested interest rate reductions may begin earlier in 2024 than previously expected. And though the global economy continues to slow, it has done so at a measured pace thus far. A falling oil price was also helpful for sentiment. In short, though economic uncertainty and geopolitical unrest by no means disappeared in November, the backdrop became incrementally calmer. Since the start of the year, even though income has risen plus 4.4%, compared to a rise of plus 3.3% for the FTSE All Share and plus 1.8% for the IAUK All Companies sector. Field Notes At the company level, third quarter results season has come and gone, and stock markets are now heading into the quiet holiday season. In the face of a variety of challenges, results from fund holdings have remained reassuring in aggregate, with organic revenue growth averaging plus 6% year-on-year during the third quarter, free cash flow generation healthy, and the outlook for profitability improving as COVID-related supply chain issues continue to normalise and input cost inflation slows. Here is a little colour on several themes and businesses from across the portfolio. Digitalization. Data analytics holdings continue to see strong demand as software eats the world, with companies across the global economy investing in digital tools to help improve their offerings and enhance efficiency and adaptability. Organic revenue over the latest reporting period grew plus 8% for Relix, plus 9% for Sage, plus 5% for Experian, plus 7% for LSE, plus 5% for Volta's Kluwer, and plus 12% for Microsoft. Over recent years, the growing sophistication in the analytical tools and services offered has led to a steadily deepening, highly embedded relationship with customers. As Relix put it, The improving long-term growth trajectory continues to be driven by the ongoing shift in business mix towards higher growth analytics and decision tools that deliver enhanced value to our customers across market segments. Our recent conversation with Experian's management team highlighted the same point. Experian's credit analytics software platform Ascend is used by more than 90% of the largest banks in the US, with a retention rate on subscriptions of 100%. More broadly, Experian's value-added services and recurring revenue helped the company grow by plus 5% over the last six months, despite the difficult industry backdrop within credit markets. We've also discussed the potential impact of generative AI technology with a broad range of companies. Across all sectors, companies are experimenting with these models and beginning to find ways to drive more efficiency into front and back office processes, from drafting job specifications for recruitment consultants to chasing aged debtors and adding more automation to customer support functions. This may lead to interesting long-term benefits for many businesses. In the shorter term, 
We expect the most visible impact to be for the software and analytics holdings, where generative AI is leading to new services that will help drive growth. Relex, for instance, is now piloting Lexis Plus AI with its clients, which automates a range of activities for lawyers, including letter and email drafting. Sage will be launching its Copilot Assistant next year to help small companies automate a range of back-office processes. Nudging the Portfolio Though these digitalization trends are healthy, we have trimmed back holdings such as Relex, Sage, Volta's Kluwer and Microsoft over recent weeks, following very strong share price performance, and recycled the capital into a wide range of other portfolio holdings, where less positive share price performance leaves our estimates of forward return looking more attractive. Diageo, Burberry, Reckitt, Roche, Halmer, Smith & Nephew, Hayes, Spirax, Sarko, etc. Consumer Branded Goods Two of the names on that list, Diageo and Burberry, were the most significant negative contributors to return in November. Their share prices fell by approximately minus 11% and minus 13% respectively. Diageo downgraded sales growth expectations for its current financial year due to de-stocking trends in its Latin America division. Though we acknowledge these challenges, we do also remain attracted to the company's market-leading global brands, pricing power, and growth potential from both premiumization trends and its strong emerging market footprint. Burberry reported solid revenue growth of plus 7% at its interim results, but management noted a demand slowdown over recent months and now expect full-year results to be at the lower end of the forecast range. After this year's share price underperformance, both Diageo and Burberry's valuations are at multi-year lows. Elsewhere within the consumer-branded goods sector, steady performance was reported, with organic revenue growth of plus 5% for Unilever, plus 3% for Reckitt, plus 7% for P&G, and plus 9% for PepsiCo. Profitability trends are also improving as input cost inflation slows significantly. As with Diageo and Burberry, the valuations of both Reckitt, as discussed in last month's investment view, and Unilever stand at multi-year lows. Speciality Engineers The portfolio's engineering holdings are now seeing supply chains return to a more normal situation after the COVID-related distortions of the last three years. They will also benefit from the huge investments that will be made to upgrade and decarbonize the global industrial economy over the next decade. Halma, Spirax Sarko, Rotork, Smith's Group and Spectris all look well-placed in this regard, across a variety of different end markets. Smith's Group mentioned this week that its John Crane division, which provides high-performance seals in a wide range of industrial applications, has seen its pipeline of green energy products – green hydrogen, carbon capture, methane emission reduction, etc. – double over the last year. For Spirax Sarko, its steam division has historically tended to grow at approximately twice the rate of global industrial production growth. Over coming years, management now expect growth to be above this level thanks to demand for the company's unique set of products that enable customers to remove carbon emissions from the steam generation process. Strong Grow Stronger 
The strong grow stronger theme is visible in many areas of the portfolio. Sensibly run, well-capitalized companies with market-leading positions are well-placed to strengthen their competitive position when times are tough and interest rates are high. We suspect that this theme has further to run. In many sectors, new entrants or small competitors are often unprofitable or highly indebted and funded by venture capital or private equity owners. In some sectors, we are hearing the odd anecdote of small competitors after offering heavily discounted prices, often for years, putting through significant price hikes as their owners are no longer able or willing to subsidize losses. Such erratic behavior doesn't tend to redound well on a company's long-term reputation. Another trend is that acquisition valuations are beginning to trend lower as financing costs have jumped in the last two years. This is positive for businesses such as Bunsel, Diploma and Halmer, all of whom make regular bolt-on acquisitions as part of their business-as-usual strategy, which they finance with internally generated free cash flow. The Strong Grow Stronger theme is particularly prevalent in more economically sensitive sectors, where the end market backdrop is difficult. At present, this applies to holdings such as Savills, Page, Hayes and Howden Joinery. All these companies are well run, enjoy strong net cash balance sheets and are quietly strengthening their position in the current downturn, even though you can't see it in their current financial results. When conditions start to improve, they will be well-placed to benefit. For a sense of this process, recent trading at Compass and Informa is worth highlighting. These holdings are global market leaders in food catering and trade exhibitions, respectively. Though their industries were significantly impacted by COVID lockdown restrictions, they were able to quietly strengthen their positions during this period and are now benefiting as their end markets recover. Sales growth for Compass and Informa was plus 19% and plus 32% respectively for their most recent trading periods, with revenues now comfortably above pre-COVID levels for both companies. Broad Opportunity Set As discussed in recent investment views, the rapid rise in interest rates over the last two years has, as well as raising the cost of borrowing, led to a valuation derating for many companies within the UK stock market, even for those that continue to make steady fundamental progress. This has tested the patience of equity investors, but it has also squashed the valuations of most companies down to attractive levels. The opportunity set hasn't looked this broad to us since the early days of the fund in the 2009-2013 period, which we believe bodes well for the patient investor. Getting Rich Slowly To mark the passing of Charlie Munger this week, at the age of 99, it feels appropriate to finish this view with a hat tip to one of the great advocates of the steady cash compounding, get rich slowly investment approach that we pursue at Evenload. Munger understood that time is the friend of a good business. The big money is not in the buying and the selling, but in the waiting, and applied a high dose of discernment and patience to investment. He also pointed out that long-term investing might be simple, but it rarely feels easy, and there is no room for complacency. 
Reading, hard work and continuous learning were key elements of Munger's advice for success in investment and life. We should all aim to go to bed each night a little wiser than we were when we woke up. On the theme of reading, the Evenload team will release our winter book list later this month. Then, in January, we will be back again to give a full review of 2023 and to discuss the outlook for 2024. In the meantime, we wish you all a peaceful and enjoyable holiday season. Please note, these views represent the opinions of the Evenload team as of the 8th of December 2023 and do not constitute investment advice.